Okay, a bit of house cleaning before this episode. Uh, early on in the episode, I talk about losing motivation and not uploading for a long time. And I talk about that I've had previous episodes recorded that have should have been uploaded. Unfortunately, when I went to go back and re-upload those episodes, I completely lost them. I have no idea where they went. So what happened was, a year ago I started this podcast, and uh, if you listen to my pilot episode then you'll know that um, I've had plans to go to Disneyland and record Galaxy's Edge. And then after that, Mandalorian came on and and Season 1 started, and I should have reviewed those. Well, what happened was I did go to Disneyland. I did do a Galaxy's Edge episode. It was like 35 minutes of me just talking about Galaxy's Edge, and I was really proud of it. I uploaded it, and then Mandalorian started. We... Me and my brother ran down episodes one and two. They were awesome. Me and him fed off each other really good, like I was hoping on podcasts. And I was really proud of those three episodes. So I got them uploaded. And then I talked about talk about it. I talk about it in this episode where I just kind of hit a brick wall and I lost motivation and I didn't uh, I didn't upload anymore. And the hosting website that I was using cost money and when I wasn't uploading episodes I took my credit card off and uh, when you're not paying that particular company they take your episodes off or they delete them automatically after 90 days I did not know that and uh, so when I started this podcast up again now present day uh, I was just thinking that I could go back and uh, re just grab those episodes and, and re-upload it they were they were edited they were ready to go um, but I lost them and uh, it's incredibly disappointing because I was so proud of those episodes. I was proud of what I did starting this new podcast. And then uh, I was just thinking I could just, you know, throw them up and have a fresh start. And But they are gone. Uh, and uh, it, it's unfortunate. But, I mean, a couple lessons we've learned is uh, don't lose motivation and keep this podcast going. And don't delete anything. Even after they're edited, uh, just keep everything. This goes for podcasting. This goes for YouTube. So I'm going to be buying a ton of uh, external hard drives and filling them up because I, every clip that I shoot or record for uh, this uh, podcast, uh, I'm going to be keeping. And uh, last thing to kind of finish this house cleaning segment is I'm talking about directors earlier in this uh, early on in this episode. I'm talking about the directors of the Mandalorian, and I completely forget. John Favreau. I don't want anybody getting mad at me for forgetting him, but uh, I'm clearing that up now. I just, I guess um, my brain just kind of shut off for a minute and I forgot John Favreau. So, anyway, enjoy the episode. Hello there. My name is Brandon Callos. Welcome to the Sarlacc Pod, a Star Wars podcast. So we are almost a year in between episodes um, three and now. Uh, I've been doing a, a lot of thinking about what I want this podcast to be, where I want it to go, and uh, I have a ton of ideas and things I want to do. However, I severely lack the motivation. It's something I fight constantly. It's something I'm trying to get better at. Uh, and it, 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 it's with every aspect of my life. It's not just new putting a podcast or anything. It's just 
I, I also have a YouTube channel where I do hunting videos and archery videos, and I have yet to upload there. Uh, and archery is one of my passions in life. However, I just don't do it because the lack of motivation, which I, I find increments here and there. Uh, I'm trying to get it back all of the way because this is something I want to do. I love sharing stuff with you. I talk about this all the time in my videos. It's just I'm so passionate about things and I love to share it. It's just I, I, I just need to execute and, and do it. So with this being a four days away from season two of The Mandalorian, uh, you'll notice that I only have episodes one and two recapped. That's because I was, you know, gung-ho about it and then I stopped doing it. Uh, season two is definitely going to be a once a week thing. I'm going to watch it Friday night and then I'm going to be putting it up uh, two or three in the morning because I want this to be out every single time. So I'm hoping Disney Plus doesn't do the Friday, Wednesday schedule like they did for season one because I, I'm off Saturday and I can stay up till three, four o'clock editing and putting this out. So that's what I'm hoping but season two is going to have every episode. My goal is to put out every episode on a weekly basis. So what this episode is, is it's going to be a short little recap going through um, episodes three through eight. The things that I missed. I'm just going to touch on them very briefly. Things I like, things I didn't like, and things that I'm hoping for for season two. So right off the bat, my favorite episodes were the finale and season or episode three episode three was phenomenal edited or uh, directed by deborah cho obi the obi-wan series is in fantastic hands she is an amazing director she also did episode seven which was a great episode it was kind of just you know a filler episode uh i guess it kind of pushed the story a little bit but uh, nothing really big happened but episode three was by far the best episode in the entire season, in my opinion. I thought the editing was phenomenal. I thought you could see all, I believe there was four directors. There was there was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, Deborah Cho, Taika Watiti, obviously Dave Filoni. I can't remember if, if John Favreau wrote him or if he directed him. I can't remember. And then the last director, uh, Rick, I'm going to butcher this last name, Rick Famuia. Um, all of them did a good job of making it seem like it was sort of directed by the same person, but you could also see things that all of them did differently. And that, when they started this project, and I hope it's the idea going forward, because there were things in like episode three that I loved that weren't in episode four and five. And uh, while episodes four and five were good episodes, there's still, there's those different editing choices and different, you know, cinema, uh, cinematic shots. I just, I love the difference between all of the directors. I think that's a great idea. The score for this movie, the soundtrack, phenomenal. Ludwin Gordonson did a phenomenal job. I cannot wait for season two. Just, it made it Star Wars in the Old West and not complaining about that at all. I've talked about that in the very first episode where I, where I recapped episode one, but the, the soundtrack is great. What this series did for me as a Star Wars fan was completely change my mind on, on the Jedi. And when I say that is I'm still obviously a fan of the Jedi, but in my fantasy 30-year-old brain, I'm thinking, oh man, if I can be in the Star Wars universe, I would be trained by the Jedi. I would, you know, be masterful and I'd be on the council or, you know, the old Republic that, that would, that's when I would definitely 
hoped or wished to be alive was the Old Republic. But I would, you know, I I would train all the time. I'd be this masterful Jedi. But watching this series kind of made me want to be a bounty hunter. Have the weapons. Have the armor. Uh, and, and not necessarily a Mandalorian bounty hunter, but just that that way of life just seems so cool to me. And that's what one thing that changed because I was never really a big Boba Fett fan. I've always liked him, and he he was always uh, always a cool character. But he was he was always one of those characters that I never put on any top five lists. This series made me change that. I am Boba Fett all the way. I am Mando all the way. Uh, all I, I I rewatch the episodes of the Clone Wars where they're in were in they're in Mandalore, and I'm completely you know I watch those differently because I just I love the way that the Mandalorians are painted in this show. And it's really changed my view mentally. I I mean, I still love Star Wars. I still love things about Star Wars, but I have new loves and new, new interests in this little section of Star Wars. And that's what this series did for me. I, I, I loved it. I cannot wait for season two. I can't wait for the Obi. I'm sure when the Obi-Wan series comes out, I'll be right back on that Jedi train. But right now, man, I'm all bounty hunter. So running through all of the episodes, we're going to start with episode three because I didn't recap that um, earlier in, in an earlier episode. But episode three, hands down, my favorite episode, The Forging of the Bascar is phenomenal. When he walked into the the Bounty Hunters Guild and he's wearing all that Bascar armor, the brand new, it's like, oh my lord, it is amazing and I want some Bascar armor. And I don't know if we ever find out the... The Forger's, the Mandalorian Forger's name, but she did a phenomenal job all the way till the season finale, and I hope we get to see her more. The final scene where it's Mando versus the Bounty Hunters Guild, and he's fighting by himself, and all of a sudden you see the Mandalorian Guild in their jetpacks coming up. It just took me back to, like I said earlier, old Clone Wars episodes where you have Satine and Mandalore, the Death Watch, and by no, no, by no means am I saying, like, Mando or any any of those were the Death Watch, but I, I'm I'm almost kind of wondering if they bring Death Watch into it somehow. Uh, I know there's rumors of Boba Fett being in season two, and Boba Fett was a completely different timeline. But I, I I'm hoping they bring more and more of that into it, like Boba Fett here, Death Watch there. Maybe they bring up Satine, uh, Sabine Wren, her sister, uh, her mom. Even I'm wondering. I'm kind of curious if they're going to do that. So when I was doing, when I started this podcast, I was watching, I watched the first three episodes three times so I could watch it just as enjoy it and then watch it two more times to catch things I missed and then write notes. So when I watched four through eight, I only watched them one time. I loved them. And I remember four not being very memorable, but as I rewatched it for this little uh, rundown podcast, man, did I forget how cool it was to look at while the story, you know, was kind of you know, he, he went to, yeah, he went to the planet Sorgan, meets, uh, Amira, I believe her name is, um, he kind of hides out with Kara for a minute, meets Kara, and Kara's badass, and, and I love her, but I don't remember it being that memorable until I watched it again, and that scene where the ATST, it's, it, they're in the woods, and it's dark, and the ATST just, after they blow up the, uh, their, their little hut, after they beat up those dudes, um, and the ATST comes out of the trees with the glowing eyes. That is phenomenal direction. Uh, the like beautifully shot, and uh, just 
just watching that. And then, and then you have the faraway shot where it's coming onto the village, still the glowing red eyes. What a phenomenal sequence and last, you know, 15 minutes of the episode. Awesome. So yeah, number four is definitely more memorable when I watched it a second time. Well, obviously in that episode, they teach the villagers, which also took me back to Clone Wars when uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka trained those, uh, the villagers of the, uh, nah, the, the name, the Silliman, Silliman, uh, the name slips me, but they were the, those farmers and the, the pirates um, with uh, Hondo came and they trained them to basically defend themselves. And that really took me back. A lot of these episodes take me back to other Star Wars things, and I don't know if that's something that uh, Filoni had and uh, and um, John Favreau had ideas of that, but that really took me back, and I was awesome. Also, I'm sure people have caught this and, and talked about it for a while. It's been out for a year now, but um, when we figure out that Kara was on Endor and she's trying to teach that how to take out ATSTs without big weapons, and that just took me back again to the Ewoks and taking down. Uh, the ATSTs with logs and and, and trip wires and that. So when when Carl was talking about that, I loved it. So on episode five, directed by Dave Filoni, called Gunslinger. Uh, loved the opening little quick little space battle that they had. I loved Pelly Motts, uh, played by Amy uh, Sedans. She was the uh, the Mose Eisley uh, mechanic there. I I thought she was great. I hope we see more of her. But yes, Mos Eisley, we return to that wretched hive of scum and villainy that is Mos Eisley in Tatooine. Uh, I knew we were going to see it. I mean, you can't you can't leave out anything Star Wars without at least referencing it. And also, we had a high ground reference, which of course I loved. But other than that, I mean, just kind of a whatever episode. On to episode six, The Prisoner. You know, this one was... Probably my least favorite out of all of them. I love seeing Bill Burr. I'm a huge Bill Burr fan. But that episode was just kind of boring to me. Uh, I had the X-Wings at the end, which I loved. But, I mean, not a not a very memorable episode. Uh, unfortunately, because I love Bill so much. And he's not dead, so he could probably come back into play. And I'd love to see him again. Episode 7, the other uh, the other episode directed by Deborah Tro. Um, again, I loved it. It's leading up to the finale. We get to see a little more of Mando's um, backstory, how he, you know, became, and, and he saw, he got to see, you know, he got to, he, he knew that it was Gideon coming after him, which led into um, episode eight, the finale. Oh, but going back, when, um, I the name slips me again, I should have these written down, but the, uh, the guild leader, when he gets bit by that thing, and, uh, and and the kid, the child, Baby Yoda, goes and heals him. It, that just goes back to episode two when he was reaching out to Mando, and Mando just kept putting him away. He was definitely trying to heal Mando, uh, trying to heal our Mandalorian, and and watching him heal. I, I, I wish I could remember his name, but watch him heal his arm. That, yep, I was right. Back back clear back in episode two, I knew he had force. Yeah, I knew he had the force, which means I knew he had force powers. But that was. He, it was fun to see. It was awesome to see IG-11 back. It was awesome to see Quill back. The little interactions that Mando has with IG-11 is still... Go back to the first episode. I loved it. It's still fun. Unfortunate that he, you know, him and Quill had to die. But I understand that, you know, people can't... You you gotta kill some people off in in, in seasons like this. But I feel, I feel like Quill served his purpose. He did what he wanted to do. He got to, you know die protecting uh, i know he wanted to be free but in a sense you know dying is kind of freeing yourself and and ig11 i love that he got to 
Um, he got to self-destruct like he wanted to in the first episode. Um, that was that was actually pretty funny to me. It was sad, cool, whatever you want to call it, but I, I, I thought it was really funny that he actually got to do that, and Quill kept that in him as a part of you know who, who he was actually built. So even, even though Quill reprogrammed him to be a nurse droid, he still had that... Uh, he still had that instinct or whatever built into him that, yeah, if, if, if my work here is done and I can't be captured, so I'm going to blow myself up. And the last thing was the Darksaber. I'm glad we got to see it. It was cool not seeing it animated. It was cool that we actually got to see it, um, like, in real life. I know it's still animated, but it's cool to see it uh, not in a cartoon sense I, I thought that was really cool so things that i hope comes for number at season two um i it's been rumored they've cast uh for ahsoka i hope she's in it they've cast for sabine i hope she's in it i hope they're not rumors i hope they're real because ahsoka is hands down my favorite star wars character um they have cast for boba fett which i've heard love to see him i'd also love to see more of mando's backstory after he got um, rescued by uh, the guild, I would love to see his training um, in, in you know his little visions that we saw in season one. I'd love to see more of that. But yeah, I, I apologize for the shortness and quickness of this podcast. It was me just trying to get through all the episodes and, and leading into season two. Season two, we're going to be more in-depth per episode. I'm going to go over way more things. It's going to be a lot less rushed. I'm seeming rushed right now just because I'm trying to get out a podcast and edit it and, and get it out. But when season two starts, I really want to take time on every episode and do them. Like I said, uh, I, I I don't know how many episodes there is, probably another eight, maybe 10. Um, if it is 10, we're going to do 10 straight weeks of nothing but Mandalorian. And then after that, I want to get back in the ring of things of news all the time. Uh, I want to do an episode where me and my brother talk about our favorite, uh, list our favorite Star Wars movies from from uh, our favorites to least favorite. I want to do Rebels, Clone Wars. I want to do lead ups to Obi Wan, and uh, I just, I just, that's what I want to do with this podcast. But right now we're going to focus on Mandalorian. That's the biggest thing in the Star Wars community right now. So yeah, I, I hope this was. I mean, this one's very unorganized, and I understand that, and I, I apologize. I'm going to try to make the other ones a lot better. I'm trying to get better at not saying um and you know all of the all of the fill in words I guess you could say I'm I'm trying so hard. Hopefully one of these days my setup will be better to where the sound is better. I'm moving downstairs and uh, if you follow my YouTube channel, which is the uh, the brand is just Brandon Kalos, I'm going to be doing my move from upstairs to downstairs. My my command center. I, I am having another baby, so she will be taking my current setup. So I'm moving it down to the basement where we're putting carpet in. Um, it's already, it's already set up and everything. It just needs carpet and I need to move everything down there, but it's got soundproofing. It's going to sound really well. Uh, it's going to sound really good. And I hope that just, it'll take my, my content creating to uh, the, the, uh, the next level of what I've always wanted it to be. That being said, I do have a Twitter account that you can follow. You can follow this uh, you can follow the Sarlacc pod on Twitter. It's not really set up yet. I, I That is going to be 100% just retweeting and tweeting about Star Wars, nothing else. If you want to follow my main account, at Kalos the Brave. It is a new account. I'm trying to stay away from politics, so um, I still have my old 
Twitter account. You can find it in my pinned tweet. But I'm moving away from politics. It just got overran and the climate that we're in right now. It's just I want to get away from politics as far as possible and just tweet and retweet things that I like and, you know, base sports and Star Wars and Pokemon and nerdy stuff and tech. And so if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at the uh, Kalos the Brave. And uh, I think that's it for everything. Um, I will see you guys in the next one. I hope you enjoy. Thank you.